0: Edition of the Mendel Mike Podcast. Welcome in, thanks for joining us. I'm Jake Mendel. That must mean Mike Walsh is joining me. Mike, Sports Editor of the Pittsburgh Eagle. How are we doing today?
1: Uh, I'm all right. I'm I'm hunkered down in my basement. Um, you know, like you said, it's crappy out, which is uh, very fitting that on the, the pod that we're going to talk about the fall two season and how it ended. That uh, it's crappy out because <laughs> the end of last week was was real rough. For, oh yes, for most of us, for all involved. Uh, a lot of umbrella usage, a lot of layers, and uh, but a, a lot of, uh, I guess, drama.
0: You do reach a point, though, too, when you're just so wet, nothing matters anymore. Where, like, you're just one, like, walking lake, so you're like, I'm, I'm just, I I don't feel anything. It doesn't matter anymore.
1: Yeah, but- Howard said coming out of Thursday night up at Greylock for that doubleheader uh, soccer, he was like, I- give me, like, sub, you know, 40 below zero. I'm fine with that. Just, there's a certain point where you get so wet that you're just you're never going to get warm again. Yep.
0: Yeah. You're just a little miserable. And, and the, you know, we're sitting here talking, but imagine having to play in it. And, you know, we saw a lot of good games, a lot of uh, fun games. So, I mean, all all the credit in the world to those kids. So we thought what we'd do today is just kind of go through 10 things we've learned throughout the uh, fall two season. And, And Mike, it's kind of hard to believe that since December, we have now ran through two sports seasons, but somehow here we are. And I want to start with, these seasons matter, you know, it, it's kind of seemed a little bit like everything's uh, very casual, but that, that wasn't the case come championship weekend, you know, uh, winter sports mattered, uh, I want to get that out of the way and say that first, but it's different when you're seeing a championship soccer match like I did against Huzik Valley in Mount Everett. And you get to see everyone after the fact. It's the smiles, it's the frowns, it's the parents coming over and, and congratulating everyone or, or saying, hey, it's okay. That That's the kind of energy in sports that I thought we were severely missing. And just because these sports are outside and parents, a couple of fans were allowed to be socially distanced throughout, a, around a field, whatever it may be, that really made it feel like the sports environment was slowly coming back.
1: Yeah, I, Howard actually wrote uh, his column this past weekend. Was, I saw that. He, and, I, yeah, I saw uh, that. I'm
0: like, he stole my yeah, idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's starting to feel more normal. I know he was up at um the uh, Wacom- Pittsville, that Wakona football game, which kind of became, I guess, a de facto county championship game. They were, they were un- both undefeated going into uh, week four or five. Nobody knows what week football seasons were uh, <laughs> this year. Uh, but, yeah, it, it was – I actually – I felt a little bit – uh, less enthused coming into the week just because I was I kept waiting for like an actual celebration because um, mm-hmm. you know you know all right last two minutes of a soccer game a team's up two goals let me get ready to uh, get the you know get in position for the woohoo championship you know everybody jumping around hugging each other um, uh, photo or celebration photos and a, a couple of them had gone by and it just it, it kind of left me wanting um, and obviously it's it's because of this whole situation everyone's masked up uh we're not really supposed to be jumping into each other's arms and stuff I guess um though they're playing together so it, it is what it is uh but I did I this uh, I think uh, the best one was uh Drury Girls won the Berkshire South Championship that was the best one I saw with um I think it's Caroline Solana was leaping into Mackenzie Daubert's arms and that was the yes I saw that picture that's a good the one of, uh, the eagle uh, so yeah, seeing the celebrations, that, that kind of makes it feel a little more normal. And it is a shame that we couldn't get like a some sort of tournament for basketball season like we had right. um, this, this past week uh, for soccer and volleyball. But um, yeah, the, yeah, those games definitely mattered too. And um, but these ones definitely felt uh, yeah, they felt intense down to the down to the final.
0: It's tough in basketball when there's a bunch of teams that are starting at different times. and right. You don't know who's going where and, and, and what's happening. You don't know how many games are going to happen until everyone just kind of gives up and, and calls it a season. So that's kind of a, a good way to put it. Mike, what do you got for your first one outside of your uh, young sorry. child?
1: Yes, sorry. Everett is awakening uh, to join us here. Um, so the first thing that I, I wrote down that really struck me through the season was the the senior classes. Um, particularly I covered, you know, the, the Wakona Greylock girls championship game for uh, Berkshire North soccer was on Sunday. They wound up getting pushed to Sunday. Um, and that game featured 23 seniors, which is kind <laughs> of wild. Uh, there can only be 22 players on the field at once. So <laughs> even at the, I, I think Meg Smith joked at the end of the, um, in her post game after they won was that, you know, it, it's, as time was running out, you want to get all the seniors on the field and she has 14 of them. So. It was physically impossible. She was like, I need to like throw a random forwarding goal um, to to, to take up another spot. But um, the the senior classes were really big this year. Um, I don't know if that's unusual or just something that stood out this year. The Greylock boys won the North as well. They had 10 seniors. Lennox girls had eight. Um, It actually takes me back to the the end of winter. um, PHS Taconic senior game for basketball. And you entered the the Boys and Girls Club gym, and there were, I don't know, <laughs> the Pittsfield Boys, I think, was the big one. They had, like, 12 seniors on the team. Yeah,
0: crazy. Yeah. So Did all of them on the court at the same time, I dare you.
1: Yes, well, it was, <laughs> I was trying to get a picture of all of them, and they they had to space them out six feet apart, and they wrapped around the entire court, one <laughs> entire oh, three, three halves, or three, what do you call them? three of the four uh of the rectangle what do you what do you call the sides we'll go we'll go sides for sides, that one there's the geometry um
0: you should have done one of those uh landscape pictures where you like hold it and the the picture I kind of I puts it yeah
1: yes perfect <laughs> um and uh I, the last one was the, the monument mountain um football team which i don't know if we'll, we'll talk about a little bit later when we get into football but Uh, The the year they had going from the the two-week pause for the COVID outbreak at um, the cases at uh, Mount Everett um, to their first game three weeks into the season winds up getting canceled because I think Greylock couldn't field um, enough kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were all banged up. So eventually they get a game in um, and then they they wound up getting finally, luckily, a game at Monument Mountain um, this past Saturday night. And uh, I was down there and afterwards they had a lot well. (laughs) Shout out, Carl at The lights turned off on us while we were on the field. <laughs> um, for starters, but before that, uh, there was a fire in the. They they did their post game huddle and they I guess they light a shoe on fire or something at the end of every season. It's some sort of tradition. was <laughs> um, like this yeah like a little fire and they're huddled around it and they were there for a while and luckily we we you know don't have a deadline Saturday so I was just like chilling waiting 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 um, and they talked for a long time about the the senior class and. <clears throat> Everything they went through to to get to this point, and it's it's something that Bears reiterating just because, obviously last year when this hit, um, COVID hit, and the the spring season was a total wash, and um, obviously graduations and all that stuff also a total total wipeout. A lot was made of oh this is terrible for the the senior class, the class of twenty twenty, and mm-hmm. um, but I mean you not to take anything away from those kids, but you look back on it, they had two thirds of a normal year. They had a right. pretty much all but all but a couple teams had a full basketball or uh, full basketball season. Everybody else had a full winter, everybody had a full fall. And this year's senior class is, is kind of getting bits and pieces and scrapped together, duct tape, whatever. Going through the drive through. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's, it's kind of, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's obviously it's, uh, Oh, what's the word? We're, we're sick of it. We're tired of it. We're, we're, uh, um, we're oh, over man. it. I don't. I don't know. Of, uh, no, it's um, it's become. Oh man, can't think of the word right now. <laughs> anyway, we're we're kind of uh, over it at this point, so we're not really thinking like that, like we were at the start of this, and oh, these poor kids. Uh, so the senior classes of this year, I think, are are going through a lot, and Bears, yeah, just Bears mentioning here that uh, their year has been real messed up. <laughs>
0: when I'm already thinking about you know the the spring season, it's already crazy to think about the fact that um. The pandemic's been going on for only a year, but only spring sports were the only thing we didn't have. I think that's kind of crazy to think about and pretty cool to accept. Moving on here, my second one is Berkshire County is kind of stacked when it comes to volleyball. I think that's just something I've learned to accept being on that beat for the last couple of years. Um, you know, I thought a couple of different teams could have down years, uh, specifically with Kona. They started the season with two losses and then, hey, they ran off an undefeated season the rest of the way. Uh, so, so that kind of just goes to show where the top level talent is. And then you have a team like Lennox upsetting Mount Greylock, who was undefeated for most of the year. I think that was only their second loss of the year. Uh, Lennox, the team that just kind of takes that Step every year, it's like working towards building that Super Bowl contender, right? You need those growing pains. And uh them playing in that Berks North championship game was uh exciting to see. Of course, you got Mount Greylock and Lee, two teams that are fighting for Western mass spots every year. I know we won't have those next year, but we will have some sort of spots and some sort of tournament. Uh, we'll we'll get into that more when that comes. I don't want to get too stuck in the mud there. Then you got teams like Pittsfield and Taconic, new coaches, and they certainly improve. And then you got you know monument who won the Berkshire South just kind of looking at it and, and you go on that MIA page and you look at the volleyball tournament, the the schedules and the list of teams. And, you know, it, it shouldn't surprise me, but man, it just seems like there's always five, six, seven different Berkshire County teams always going to be competing for some sort of volleyball championship.
1: Yeah. That I, I had that fourth was um, I called it volleyball parody really in the County. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it was, it's been a long time of, of the Lee. Um reaching the reaching. I mean, obviously they could (laughs) never seem to get over the frontier hump, but they are always in that Western mass semifinal Western mass title game. um, And obviously always coming out of Berkshire County. And it was cool to see, yeah, this year that I think the, the parody had finally clicked in and, and these other teams are right there with Lee and Lee hasn't exactly gone away. They, they were uh, two points away from um, beating Wakona, the eventual champion in the, in the semifinals for the, the Berkshire North. Uh, that game was fantastic, um, really cool to watch, so, super drama, and like you said, yeah, Greylock had an incredible season, Lennox winds up beating them, um, Lennox also with a new coach this year, uh, so yep, there's there's a lot of um, parody, I guess, and it's it's cool to see, and I hope it continues. Um, the only thing I'd say is that volleyball, yeah, it, it impressed me how good the, the players are out here, and um, how I, I guess I haven't really been on the volleyball beat for a couple of years. So getting to, getting to do it because of this fall team situation, um, a bit more was like, okay, like, you know, in the, in the past, you see a, a Marie Butler, a Bailey Thomas, and you're like, okay, uh, Kelsey Lefrenia. I can understand why these girls are really good at volleyball. They are, they're tall, mm-hmm. they're strong, they can jump. Um, but then you, you get into these games, you're like, Oh wow, that, that girl can, that girl can lay down a, a kill as well. Um, the, the Lizzie Browns and the, the Mia Gina Dinas and, um, all the girls on Wakona, the, oh boy, La, La beer They, they swap Brie.
0: them in and out. It's, it's absolutely. Uh, the
1: issue was, uh, so I covered the, let's see, that was Thursday night was the uh, semifinals. It was Wakona-Lee girls volleyball semifinal. Um, and there's a uh, Danielle LaBrie or LaBeer, I think, mm-hmm. um, is one of their middle hitters. And then I get to the Monument football game. And there's an Arthur Labrie or Labier, again, I'm not sure which one, <laughs> and he winds up scoring the game-winning touchdown. Uh, so I'm not sure Labier, Labrie. They they both had fantastic weeks last week. Good for them. That,
0: that's another nice, a nice thing. We gotta we get to be back in the pits of trying to figure out how on earth to pronounce names or even spell them. That that's a nice refresh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trying
1: to figure out who's who on the field. Um, shout out to the the Mazios. I'm assuming they're sisters at Wakona. The seniors um, on the girls soccer team. Mia and Nicole I'm not sure if they're twins they look very similar and they've chosen to wear numbers 8 and 18 so <laughs> hey, thanks for that thanks for that guys I really appreciate it <laughs> brutal to be like luckily they play two different positions but uh yeah 8 and 18 are not that different and <laughs> you look very similar no
0: <laughs> not at all Mike what you got for number two
1: um number two is 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 pretty quick uh, I know cross country season wasn't um it was it kind of got split up between the fall and the Fall two, um, mm-hmm. so for Fall two coming out of it, Justin Levesque I thought is is kind of a cool thing to to really be able to carry the flag like he is for for Huzik. Huzik doesn't have enough boys or didn't have enough boys this year to really compete in the team standings, but he's still kind of going out, getting his miles in, improving, and he winds up winning the Berkshire County Championship or the, the Fall two Berkshire County Championship. Um, he ran it. I, I wrote it down eighteen forty eight. On a, it was Saturday morning at, at Springside Park, he winds up beating Jack Archie Pittsfield's top um, number one by about 20 seconds. So uh, really strong showing from him and he kind of has come along. Um, he's a junior still still so have another season, but <clears throat> has improved wildly over the past few years and uh, excited to see what he does hopefully in a real fall with, uh, with you know a western Mass meet and you know mm-hmm. state meet all that stuff up for uh up for grabs there so cool for you him to, i think that's i don't know just the the motivation of it i don't know if i could do that if i i ran cross country in high school but it was always because like oh i get to hang out with my friends my friends the, yeah the team um that's that's kind of cool for him to do that really when it's, it's just him
0: that i was actually just about to say that exact thing he must be so mentally tough where he's just like yeah, i'm just gonna go run you know x amount of miles every single day and i'm gonna have no one to do it with i'm gonna have no one to push me i'm just gonna push myself to be the best i could be and he has certainly done that mm-hmm. uh, my third one here uh, is berkshire county football hitting a sweet spot uh, you know, we kind of, you mentioned it, uh, that pittsfield Bacona game, how that kind of felt like things were returning to normal, despite the fact that it was in, in the definition of normal, it was not a normal pittsfield Bacona team with Pittsfield coming away with that victory. Uh, the team is losing two of their bigger playmakers, but I think that offense, that quarterback, Patrick Ryan, Fist, based on all the stories I read, that, that kid can carry an offense uh, and he'll be back for his senior year. So you can't count out Pittsfield for really anything. Uh, in the words of, um, I, I think it was Michael Jordan, the ceiling is the roof on this one for, for the Pittsfield Generals team. I then you know what is capable of? <laughs> You know, Lee is coming off a Western Mass Championship. They're gonna to have to replace guys like Gabe Kelly and Jimmy Purcell. They're starting running back and quarterback. Uh Hoosick Valley isn't losing a lot. And I'm interested to see how the spring season really helps teams like the Monument Mountain, like you said, the Drury's, the Mount Greylocks, because these are teams that aren't losing a lot of kids in that spring season. Uh I mean like following the spring season. So I wonder what it's gonna be like playing um, two different uh, seasons inside of one year. I think that's going to be interesting, but uh, at the end of the day, I think coach Jay said it right. Uh, Once you're inside of those hash marks, football is just football.
1: All right. So my, my three is kind of more specifically, really really specifically related to uh, Pittsville high football. And obviously they were our, I guess, de facto County champions. They, they were four and oh, four and oh, five and oh, something like that.
0: Four and oh, I didn't, they didn't play week one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. and it's it's just that we we've seen a Pittsfield High team win a title in the past. Um, that was the, the Chad Shade, I believe, his senior year. And this just feels it does. You're right. It feels kind of different. Um, like like the the program has really taken a foothold. Um, the Patrick Greenfest will be back next year, presumably as a he was a junior this year. Um, they will lose some stuff, but it just it feels like the the overall team is more on the rise right now than, than a one-off where you're, I mean, not, I hate to call it a one-off, but Chad was so good as, as a high school football player that he really was just like, okay, like Chad's going to do something here. And, and, uh, so I winds up winning the title that way. <laughs> so th- this feels a little more like it's, it's, you know, 30 guys or whatever, who are all buying into this thing, the the workout, the line play, they really dominated everyone they played, um, up front and, they play. You know, we mentioned they're losing these two kids. The, I'm assuming you're you're meaning um, Enda Nick. and uh, Moore. Yeah. Uh, they played week one without either of those, and then Enda didn't play until the Wakona game. Um, so that really didn't slow them down. They they inserted whoever running, and Rinfus was able to connect a little bit with um, Bryce and who will be back as well. He's only I think a sophomore this year, mm-hmm. so. It's, it's a team that, that seems like it's here to stay um, a little more than that, you know, quick hit championship. Okay, now what are we? Um, right, right. That situation. So, that, that impressed me about Pittsfield this year and seeing um, the, the strides they made as a program, obviously, to, to take out Wakona. My number four, four is – Chad Shade can't say, by the way.
0: Happy <laughs> <laughs> Wakona. Good point. That's a very good point. Uh, my number four is uh, protocols. I mean, going and talking to a bunch of teams doing the previous stories, it was, uh, you know, practicing in the snow, you know, we got to chip out our uh, sleds that are frozen in the forest the, the, everything's wet, everything's mud- muddy. Obviously playing in the spring did change how teams practice, uh, but in terms of playing in the fall two season, playing in a pandemic, playing with all these protocols, the games really didn't feel much different. You know, there were some different rules in basketball, only two people at the free throw line that were pretty obvious. Uh, But in terms of the fall two protocols on the field, I fully felt like the you know the kids were playing soccer the kids were playing football uh, volleyball I didn't really see too too many massive changes that really impacted the game I must say though I did see a handful of different players even near the end of the soccer season still heading the ball because that's just such a hard habit I mean if it's flying at your head you swing your head that's just kind of instinct and you know I think you'd rather have your guys do that just for the sake of that's what you're supposed to
1: do yeah it almost looked um like you could easily get hurt more like contorting yourself to try to get it with your chest. Flying a foot out there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Nobody's really bicycle kicking, I guess, in in Berkshires right now. But um, yeah, the header thing, the the kick-ins on the side was a little weird. Um, I think one game I was at that happened like five or six times of – apparently the rule was you couldn't – your kick from the kick-in couldn't go above like waist high. Mm -hmm. Um, And – some team or both teams kept doing that, and the referee having to stop it. Um, so that was a little weird, but uh, yeah, we we made it through. I guess um, I don't really. Yeah, football just seemed almost totally normal. Um, yep. Mass break, I guess, was kind of a thing, but uh, even that was just like an extra little timeout. Um,
0: it's so interesting in basketball they picked up the pace only a minute between the quarters no halftime and and in the fall two sports they, they slowed everything down with mass breaks and it seemed like more intermissions more pauses and i'm not saying there's anything right or wrong with that i just think that's that's interesting where it goes from all right we got to get these kids in and out in like an hour 20 max to all right let's take a mass break halfway through the first halfway through the second uh you still get your main uh 10 minute intermission at the half so uh, that that's just another interesting note also um everyone needed to bring their own Water. so we just saw herds of 24 packs of Big Y water it's at every sideline it seems it seems like uh that could have been a nice marketing opportunity if uh, Big Y your market 321 yeah,
1: it now. wasn't super green but uh it did lead to interesting like when when uh Gary Campbell Wakona football coach got his 200th win um there was no Gatorade dump that's what yep. I, was, I was initially looking for the Gatorade dump but he winds up uh getting chased around with like a, a jugs like two liter <laughs> bottle or something of water Uh so that, that led to some interesting, uh, I guess, anecdotal stuff from the season. Um, what do you got for number four? <clears throat> um, I can I want to get into the so a story I wrote last night um, that came out in today's Eagle. Uh, this is Wednesday, um, Cinco de Mayo. Actually, happy Cinco de Mayo. happy May hey, the Fourth, everyone. Revenge of the to Fifth. The did you do any star wars related activities yesterday
0: i wanted to watch star wars i was actually going to wake up at like seven in the morning and like start the morning with star wars in my coffee but uh, I, I completely forgot to watch
1: nah. it this little guy and i made uh, grogu cookies so
0: and those did look really fancy i'm a, I'm a big yeah. fan of that
1: <laughs> my wife thought they were too hard but i was like well what does that mean i do And she's like i don't know
0: <laughs> quick segue because There's it can't up. be a podcast without us just going off a rail uh when your son is old enough to watch star wars how are you going to show him to him are you going to start at four are you going to start
1: at one That's a good question uh i figure we'll probably go back to the 70s first we'll we'll, we'll go a new hope and kind of do maybe a little yeah i feel like it has to be order they came out and then you figure it out yourself
0: the darth vader thing yeah you can't spoil the, the darth vader moment in episode five yeah. But uh, that's enough of the, the nerd talk here. I think it was, uh, we were obligated to do so being May the 4th and Revenge of the 5th. But uh, yeah, uh, go on well, Star Wars. I had a story.
1: Yeah, I had a story come out today um, on the Wakona girls soccer team. Um, they wound up winning the Berkshire North over the weekend uh, due to space and time. Uh, didn't get a ton of play, so I wanted to catch up with them. So I was going through some stuff to, to figure out how I would angle a, kind of a second day, third day story. And... Turns out that, uh, due to my calculations at the Eagle, they're now on a 36-game unbeaten streak um, against Berkshire County teams. Uh, there's a lot of ties in there. Um, they mm-hmm. had, I think, like four or five ties last year, um, another one this year. But otherwise, I think they finished 12-0-1 this year. Um, so yeah, 36 straight games. And was talking to their coach about it, and she goes, uh, she goes back through and tells me, um, and I went back and kind of verified this myself, but in those county games, they've been scored on, I think, 14 times um, over the past couple of years, which is pretty wild. So trying to figure out you know, kind of what their secret is, what the secret to that defense is. Um, talk to her a little bit about that. So there's there's some good information in there. And obviously, they had the 14 seniors this year, which is just absurd um, level of, I, I find it kind of admirable that 14 girls from the same class would stick it out, Um I think the way I phrase it is in a sport where only 12 or only 11 are all out on the field at one point, you would imagine that some of those girls would say, All right, I'm not getting enough playing time. I'm going to jump ship and run cross country or uh, try out for volleyball, something like that. Uh, so I think to have that level of um, stick to itiveness, um, that level of culture where girls are just like, Okay, I, I'm not playing right now, but I am on the team, part of the program. And the program has become dominant in Berkshire County and, uh, 36 straight, um, is not quite too. I, I did chat with, uh, Andy Walesko, former Pittsfield high girls soccer coach who, um, strung together. Graduated 49, with yeah. 49, um, unbeaten, uh, games in a row for his team, I think from 2011 to 15. So, uh, they get still got a little ways to go. Um, I don't even know if I can get there next year, depending on what next year looks like. Uh, but, it's, it's kind of cool. And obviously who knows what the team will look like. You lose 14 girls. Um, that's a lot of holes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just
0: one big hole there. It's It's like the middle of a donut.
1: (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, just kind of caught up with them and that that was uh, obviously an impressive feat. I find, um, that they've become this dominant soccer program. Cause even when you look back at Pittsfield, that's, that's Pittsfield doing it and not to take anything away from them. It's still very impressive, but that's a, obviously a division one school playing out here. Um, Mm -hmm beating mostly smaller schools is Wakona, which is technically still a D3 school. So, um, pretty impressive, I think for, for that program, for Meg Smith's, uh, team to run the run.
0: My, uh, fifth and final one, um, I I think sports, uh, spring sports are only going to be better than the fall two seasons. Uh, When I put, think about the fall two seasons. Yes, there were a couple different cancellations. I think there was uh, one Corona scare early, but other than that, the cancellations were you know, whether it was roster size related, whether it was rain outs, but overall, it seemed like everything was going really smooth and, and with spring sports, there's more outdoor uh, activities going on. So it's just going to be easier to slowly lax protocols. And hopefully we start kind of returning to normal, normal, with bigger crowds and whatever it may be. Uh, I think these trends have to continue right in, in the terms of, you know, all the sports playing, having some sort of season and, and doing it in a way where uh, nobody is getting sick or the chances of getting sick aren't really increasing by, you know, competing in these events.
1: Yeah, mostly. Yeah, I guess five. We made it. Um, as I as I said to I think uh, another reporter last week or I, whenever this this playoff thing came to an end, fall two went in. I was like, okay, we did it. That was fun. Let's never do it again. Oh yeah, yep. I completely agree. It was um, it was great, great for the kids. We had a blast out covering it. Um, that's a potential scam calling me right now, <laughs> um, and going to ring my watch as well while my hands are full. So hopefully you can't hear that. Uh, the, uh, like, yeah, like I said, we had a blast covering it. Um, it's just, it got, it got to be a lot. Um, obviously right. the last weekend we wound up missing football because we have three guys and, uh, three through porters and so much stuff was happening all at once. And they do all the, we had a bunch of tournaments. Uh, they wound up splitting it to North and South. So we had four soccer champions. We had, uh, two volleyball champions and, um, yeah, it was just, it was a lot and it was crammed. So looking forward to a, a normal season. Um, as I say, then the next normal season will be the first normal season of, of my tenure as sports editor. So I'm looking forward to that because it hasn't been normal since. I took <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're, you're in a kitchen where there's just so many meals coming in and now you, you don't have any chance to really taste anything and see if they're, uh, you need to do any other work, but yeah, no, Mike, I, th- I think the, the fall two season, uh, we definitely got the the bang for the buck in that scenario, you know, and it's crazy to think, like I said before, how, how many, what, uh, two 20 game seasons give or take since uh, mid December, late December, something like that. So, I mean, uh, we can talk about how we're flying through all these seasons, but I mean the kids are too. I can't imagine trying to do this sprint of uh, three different sports seasons and about six months it's going to kind of boil down to when it's also you know, the,
1: the volleyball games down uh, last week were we're getting a little bonkers where they're like oh yeah we've been playing for five straight nights I'm like crazy that seems like a lot and um, it was every
0: team doing it i don't know how that yeah. happened but
1: they Tell wanted to the grab in as many games as they could and they did and that's you know it fall two did what it set out to do it got kids back out playing sports back with their friends doing stuff and uh that's that's really I hope all they could ask for. And that's, you know, talking to a handful of them afterwards, that's really the, the gist of it. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously teams like the Wakona girls soccer team or Pittsfield football or um, all these teams, you know, it's, it's, they are stuck left, you know, wondering what could have been, had they been in the Western mass title. But I think as, as I finished my story yesterday or today um, when you're champions, there's no qualifiers. So.
0: I like that. Well done. done. That's, That's a nice way to put it. Uh, if you do want to find Mike's story, head over to the Berkshire Eagle. No, no V. I actually do that all the time. I put the in front of Berkshire Eagle and it sends me to a dead website. Uh, go to berkshireeagle.com. Uh, click on sports. You'll see Mike's story about Wakona. Uh, if you want a direct line to Mike and his stories, be sure to follow at walshwrites 89 on twitter i can be found at jmendel mendel 94 a special shout out to Mike's son everett for making his first guest appearance on the hey. podcast i'm sure you guys are going to look at back at this on may uh, 5th of 2036 you know chuckling and laughing about how we got through the pandemic so i'm, I'm looking forward for that mike before we jump out of here you got any uh, last remarks thoughts ideas concerns
1: Um, yeah, I'm actually gonna, uh, we'll toss this in with our podcast, but, um, so you will hear it. I hope, uh, if Jay can figure that out, he's our tech guy.
2: My name is Josh Hillman. I'm the PGA golf professional at Taconic Golf Club in Williams College here in Williamstown, Massachusetts. His golf cart was, uh, I don't think there's any extra space for anything else to fit in there. he would have a couple of training aids. Gosh, he would have 20 different golf clubs. So much that, you know, he, he played around with different clubs on the range and on the course that he'd forget to take a club out one come tournament time. And this actually happened with Sully and I were playing a semifinal match in the Northeast New York PGA Match Play Championship. and I was two down at the turn. He went to grab a club out of his bag at the 10 tee, and he realized he had two five irons in there because he was tinkering with another set of clubs, and he forgot to pull the five iron out. So he's like, Josh, I, I have 15 clubs. Came down the rules, uh, you know, loss of two holes. So we get back to even on the 10th tee. And sure enough, he still goes on to beat me three and two. <laughs> but that's the kind of guy he was. He's just like, I get, you know, some people wouldn't even know there's 15 clubs in there and they wouldn't call it out. But he's like, that's the rules and play by this honor. And that's what we are. Uh,
1: Dominic Destoli is working on a podcast series in partnership with the Eagle. Um, it. it will involve, um, both Howard and, uh, Richard Lord, our golf columnists on Tom Sullivan, the, the late, um, head pro at Wyantanup country club who died, uh, kind of tragically last fall. Um, I can't remember the exact date, but it was definitely last fall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just uh, Dom talked to a bunch of people, boatload of people about him, about his career um, and just kind of the, the kind of guy he was. Uh, so that podcast series will be coming out, I believe late this summer, um, but we, we put an announcement out so you can read more about that. Like Jack said at berkshireagle.com sports. Um, and we'll be kind of teasing it as it, as it uh, comes along. And we do have a quick audio teaser as well that we can uh, tag on here. I think.
0: Perfect. Yeah. I'll throw it in right here. And, and with that, Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining in for the Mendel and the Mike podcast. Uh, We're looking forward to maybe figuring out a schedule, but if we're have to do doubleheader, you know, softball or baseball games throughout the next four months, not four months, next month and a half, whatever it may be. I don't know if doing a podcast is going to be really uh, too, too possible, but um, we'll We'll do what we can Uh, be sure to reach out to us. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know if we're not covering something up to snuff and we need to do that. So uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy your day. Stay warm. And uh, you know what I'm going to say? Fins up. Fins up.